Welcome everyone. This is episode seven of the YMCA's new podcast interview series entitled Shreveport Bossier, My City, My Community, My Home. I'm Jeffrey Goodman, Director of Marketing and Development. And today's guest is Jamal Martin. He is a documentary photographer and filmmaker. Super excited to have you here, Jamal. I'm excited too. This is pretty cool to do a podcast episode. <laughs> well, let's hop in. Um, thanks so much for making the time. So, my first question is, I, I recently was reading an interview with the writer William S. Burroughs, and he made the following statement. Dreaming is a very necessary function, and I think that's something that artists do. They dream for other people. How do you feel about that statement? How would you describe what you feel is your role as a photographer and as an artist? Um, as a photographer and as an artist, especially with like my style of photography, filmmaking and photography and shooting photos, um, I feel like it's documenting history in the making, like what I do, that's what I feel is like history. And I'm capturing these moments that don't happen like repeatedly, they only happen in that moment that I either take the frame or take the photo and I want my work to kind of, you know, last for a long period of time, even after, you know, I'm not here, hopefully um, people can discover my work and just find um, different things about it and inspire their dreams and goals of being creative. I think that's really what it's all about when it comes down to me. Is, um, not only history, but inspiring others to be able to do what I do, you know. Which brings me to my next question. I, I've read that your stepfather is the one that introduced you to photography. Talk to me about his influence and how he inspired you to take photographs. So when I was younger, he had like this really old Canon uh, digital camera. And he would always just take photos, like my brother and I, or our family with the dog, just vacations, things like that. I think that's kind of what initially got me into photography, not knowing, because I was so young back then. I was just like, oh, he's taking pictures. He'll print them out, show them to us, put them on the computer and flip through them. Um, and so I think he influenced or kind of provided that spark to give me the idea of, okay, this is photography, like this is cool. But I don't think it was until I got older um, that I picked up a camera and I kind of thought, you know, where did this possibly come from? Like my interest to get into photography and things like that. And my stepdad was the one, probably the first person that I saw uh, with a camera taking photos of me that I can remember from being young. So I think he heavily influenced my passion and just picking that up and trying to go after it. And most of the photos of yours I've seen seem captured rather than staged. Talk to me a little about your process. Do you just always have your camera on you? What happens to make you decide to pull your camera out and start photographing? Uh, so as far as like capturing my photos, I really like candid. I don't like staged or posed or telling people do this or do that because I feel like it ruins that moment or that authenticity of the photograph. Um, so I like to capture people in their natural element when they're not paying attention or at those least expected times. And I always have the camera on me, whether 
it's my actual camera. I use a Fujifilm X100V or film camera, it's like my Leica M6, or even my iPhone. A lot of my pictures on my Instagram feed are from my phone, and people think you have to have like these amazing cameras to take photos, and you don't. Like your iPhone is more than capable of taking pictures, and that's what I have on me all the time. So I gravitate towards my iPhone a lot to capture um, my work. But as far as like, with, it's like an instinct that I get. If I see something, like I'll be hanging around friends walking down the street, you know, talking to them, and then something happens out the corner of my eye, I'll be like, hold on, I need to go get this. It's just like a feeling that I get to, that I need to get that picture. And I think when I first started, I used to be scared to stop and go get photos um, just because I was scared of getting those candid moments or what if they see me or what if, you know, cause it's street photography. So it's not, hey, you do this pose and hold this. It's like, it's a moment, you go get it and get back to what you're doing. But I think what helped me get over that was like these moments only happen in that split second of time. Either you're gonna get it now or you're gonna go home and be like, man, I wish I would've got that picture. Cause there's times where I saw a really great image and I didn't take the picture and I regretted it later. And so I think that's a part of why um, my style and how I do it, uh, why I just go and get this instinct. It's just like a feeling I get or like something tells me, hey, go get that picture before you miss it, you know? So I think that that's how my brain works when I'm out and I do stuff. And before I forget, because it's not one of my questions, so where does one go to find your photos right now? Um, so mainly my Instagram, Jamal the Photographer. Okay. That's where like most of my work is. I post quite frequently um, my work on there, so that's where it's at. Okay, perfect. So I asked another guest a similar question recently. You have a friend come into town that has never been to the Shreveport Bossier area before. He or she is only in town for one full day. Where do you go or where do you take him or her to give them a feel for your community? I would say probably like around family, like my family or close friends that I hang out with. Um, because there's a lot of my photographs that are my friends and my family or even like uh, my girlfriend. So it's like people that are close to me, I would take them around them and just hang with them for a day and kind of just capture the day as it goes to show them like this is how I this is how I do things and this is the community that I like build my work around. It's pretty difficult, you know, being in Shreveport doing the style of work that I do. A lot of people um, a lot of people really like my work and but I don't think they realize how hard it is for me to create the photos that I create because I'm not in like a New York City or like a, a big city where stuff's always going on. So that community and those people, that small circle is where I mainly find my inspiration and then I like branch out from there. So if somebody came to town and wanted to know like how I do what I do and wanted to see me work, I would just take them around that community of family, friends, close people to me and show them how to document that. Because I feel like I feel like that's the most important thing to document too, is the people closest to you. You can document people elsewhere, but like your grandparents, your parents, your brother, your sister, people that you love, those people that you value, that's really important. Um, and I think that's at the core of my work, I think that's what it is. Um, 
people that I value, people that I see value in when I document. And which locations just, I know every day is different, but yeah. which locate, if, if, if that person was coming to town for a day, where, where are likely places that they may find your family or your friends or uh, where you might be spending time? Most times with my friends, we just go downtown and like hang out there, coffee shops, we walk around downtown, just talk, see if we see, because I have other friends that are photographers and creators as well, so we'll go downtown, just scope around and see what things happen. Some days you get lucky and there's things going on and things happen, and some days it's like a ghost town, so it just depends on the days you go downtown, but the days that I do find stuff, like it excites me. I'm like, yes, there's something down here, you know? Because a lot of the days I go downtown, it's just, there's nothing going on, which is it's kind of sad, but at the same time, um, I just, I go home and I'm like, maybe another day, just go back and boom, something's there. So just depends on the day. And where else? Like where, what part of Shreveport Bossier does uh, your family live in? Where do most of your friends live? Just so uh, my family, most of them are in Bossier. A lot of my friends are in Shreveport though. So like I'm in Bossier sometimes and I'm in Shreveport, but most, I make most of my work in Shreveport um, just because that's where a lot of things happen. Not saying nothing happens in Bossier, but you know, not a lot of people are really out in Bossier most times. And so I'll just go to Shreveport where maybe an event is happening or, or a concert or something. I try to go, especially when, when things I know something's happening, I try to get to it because um, I know the moments of me finding stuff is rare. So when there are events that I can get to and find work, uh, I'll go. You're a young black man, a photographer that focuses mainly on the black community locally. From your perspective, is the black community unified with the white community in the Shreveport Bossier area? And if not, as you look around, what are some of the steps you feel could be taken to help bring these two communities closer together? I feel like it depends on the part of town that you're in or like the event because I've been to some things where I feel like I don't belong um, and then there's some where you know I feel like I, I belong and I'm just there doing what I need to do um, but as far as like unity I mean I feel like it all starts with the heart um, of people I is people's heart is what connects and like love that connects people together so I feel like that's the most important thing when it comes to unifying the black community the white community or whatever community there is, and to realize that, you know, no matter what our skin color is, like we're all human beings. Um, and most people mean no harm, like, you know, we just wanna come together and do what we have to do. Um, but being a black photographer, like it's pretty difficult, um, not just here, but just on a day-to-day -day trying to be a creative and just create work. But I feel like at the bottom line, like love is, what unifies people and if you have love in your heart I mean, and love for other people despite race then it's going to merge them together so and when you go to a place and you feel like you don't belong like you said sometimes I go to places and I feel like I don't belong what is what what is what gives you that feeling or what makes you say that or feel that way um I mean there's been instances like I tried to shoot a concert here um 
at the Rebel actually, and this band came or whatever, and the guy that was like the main photographer, he was a white photographer, and we talked, we were cool or whatever, and he was like, you know, I'll get you in, and you can shoot with me, come in with me behind the gate. So I went in with him uh, behind the gate, and there was a few other photographers too that just were there to shoot, and they got behind the gate. They weren't black, they were white. And so when I was shooting, um, I guess one of the security guards, she kind of came up to me and she started asking me like, you know, what are you doing back here? Are you supposed to be shooting photos? But mind you, she didn't question anybody else that was there. And so, I mean, she was about to tell me I had to go, but then the guy luckily came and told her like, you know, he's with me, he's good. So um, it's just things like that, like being profiled, being a black photographer. Like it doesn't matter if I have a camera in my hands, I feel like I'm still gonna be profiled in certain scenarios. Even when I was in Baton Rouge, uh, I was walking down the street, doing street photography there downtown. A lady walking on the same side of the street as me, she had a purse or whatever. So I'm walking, having regular clothes, having a camera, nice haircut, walk past her. She goes on the other side of the street before she passes me, walks by, and then once she passes me, she gets back on the same sidewalk. So it's just like instances like that that make me feel like no matter what type of black photographer I am, no matter if I'm a nice guy, no matter if I have manners, no matter if I mean no harm, it's still like a target on my back or I'm still judged based off of what people see or, or perceive black people as, as a whole. Um, and so that's pretty difficult to like wake up and deal with on the day to day especially being a creative and wanting to do what you love day in and day out, but feeling like no matter how hard you work, like it doesn't mean much. Even though I got the Shreveport Times thing, even though I've been featured in other things as well, like that to me really, it should mean a lot, but doesn't feel like much, you know? So. And how did that come about, the Shreveport Times piece? Because that, that is how I first yeah. heard about you and discovered you and then reached out to you. Um, she actually said she saw my page like months prior, um, which I thought was pretty cool. And I know they, they see my work because they, they would like my work like months before. Like they would like my work when I posted. So I was like, oh, they must, you know, see me or see my work and everything. But it, she reached out to me and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool um, that they want to feature me. And when she asked, I was like, sure, I'll do it. And that's how it happened. So. Perfect. All right. So this new initiative we started at the Y, which today is part of, it, it's called Treeport Bozier, My City, My Community, My Home. It has two components, the, the podcast interview series like we're doing today and then a periodic panel discussion series. We've announced that our next panel discussion will focus on the issue of juvenile crime in the Shreveport-Bossier area. How do you see the juvenile crime problem in our community, and do you see any steps we can start taking to help address the problem? Yeah, as far as in our community, there's like a lot of ju juvenile crime and things happening in these areas, but I feel like in order to get them out the streets or doing whatever they're doing, they need to have some place that they can go or something that they can do to keep them busy. So that way they're not like, oh, I'm just gonna turn to the streets or I'm gonna go do what they're doing. So like community activities or like even 
with photography, I would love to like teach in these communities where kids probably don't know about photography or can't afford uh, these high-end cameras and everything. You know, I would love to do like a program where I could teach kids like, you don't have to go out and like shoot a gun or do all this stuff. You can shoot a camera and make these valuable photos and kind of redirect that energy into something positive. Even it could be like boxing or, or community cleanup or art where they go paint murals, just different things like that. I think that's important that we find activities that they can go do to keep them busy. And I feel like that would help with the crime and everything going on, lower that here um, in the city. I just think that those types of steps need to be made and that's like really important. Because people complain about the crime rate all day long saying, oh, they're fed at killing each other, they're fed at stealing and robbing and stuff. But it's like, what are you doing to stop that? I mean, yes, they're doing it, but you're not, you're not helping any way for it to slow down. So I feel like if we gave them, you know, places to go to be safe and to do things that they want to do and redirect that negative energy into something positive, then it can change a lot. And then I'm down to my last question with you. Okay. I, I've read that having people see black joy is important to you. Yeah. Can you, can you talk a little about that? So black joy for me, um, I feel as if in the media, a lot of the times the black community is portrayed in like a negative, negative way. And I don't really see a lot of positive things about the black community, whether it's like with love or doing things positive in their life. And black joy to me is beautiful and I think I think that kind of flows through all of my work. Um, and I think that's why people gravitate towards it so much, even when it comes down to me and my girlfriend, like she's a photographer as well. And unknowingly, like I document our love a lot. But if you think about black love, a lot of the homes, um, the father's not there or they're divorced, the mom's not there. So it's like separated homes, but you don't really see strong black love um, nowadays or like black people smiling black people just enjoying life it's always um, sadness it's always killings it's always negativity and so any moment that I get to capture black joy and show people that show the media that you know black the black community is not always negative there's happiness here there's joy here there's love here there's positivity here I'm going to put that out there I'm going to share that I feel like it's my duty because as a black man, um, growing up black in these experiences and in these different things, I feel like I have a different like perspective and view that I can like get into these communities where I grew up and share that. And even with my work now, I kind of, when I take certain photographs, it kind of reminds me of like my childhood or, or experiences that I've had um, and I connect the two. And so, but black joy, to me, that, that's really important to show because it's there, even it's here amongst the killings and the, the crime rates and all the negativity. There's there's happiness here, there's joy here, and there's good moments, there's positive light. And overall, that's what I want to spread, like positivity. I want to spread love and I want to spread joy for my people, you know, so. And I see that when I look at your work, I, yeah. I feel it, I see it definitely doing that. Thank you.
everyone definitely check out Jamal's work on Instagram. Yep. Tell them again where to. Uh, Jamal the photographer on Instagram and my Twitter as well. I share some work there. Not as frequently as Instagram, but I will, you know, drop photos and things there every now and then. So, but most of my work is on my Instagram and then my YouTube channel, which hopefully I'm gonna get back to it soon. Cause I've been so busy. I've been wanting to get back to it, but uh, Jamal the photographer is my YouTube channel too, where I just share like um, my journey, photography, behind the scenes, different things like that, that people want to know, so. Keep up the beautiful work. Uh, I was really moved looking at your photographs and look forward to seeing many, many more. Yeah, I appreciate it. Absolutely, thanks for being here. You're welcome.